Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 196 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, spoiler cast, but I want to remind you guys before I start that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there, let me know what you think of the show, or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, uh, you know, write me an email, let me know what you think of the show, or like if there's a game you want me to interview, something like that. You can also like, subscribe, and rate shows on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store for now, Spotify, and the audio of the podcast goes up day and date on 7 a.m. Uh, Monday morning on YouTube. So if those are the places you like to go and, um, you know, ingest the show, as it were, please go there. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Just Little Joe. Um, yeah, so basically this, uh, you know, this is my spoiler cast for Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. And just to be clear, uh, I want to warn people in advance, again, I will be spoiling the game. So, uh, you know, I think in my deep dive, I talked about Survivor's Guilt, if I, if I remember my notes correctly, Survivor's Guilt, Deal with Trauma, this game is actually very short. It's only about uh, two hours and 40 minutes or so, give or take. Um, I, I, there's one thing I want to talk about before we actually get into the game, though. I was only able to play 98% of the game. There is a cutscene. I mean, I'm spoiling the whole game. At the end of the game, you basically have to swim home uh, to give the medicine man or the uh, healer or whatever in uh, your group of people give him the water from the tree of life to help save your father. The event that happens is you have to swim. You, you, you kind of stop from swimming. You stop from swimming. You don't want to do it. Your character shakes his head. No, I don't want to go. And then uh, the camera angle changes and you swim to give the stuff to your father, uh, to the medicine man or what have you. And then he and gives it to your father. And then there's a short cutscene after that where your father, again, spoilers for the game. I'm spoiling the game. Your father, basically the game starts where it stops, which I love. On the hillside, you as the young boy, the young brother were praying uh, or, you know, having a moment at your mother's tombstone up on a hill. Now it is you and your father up on the hill having a moment with your mother and your brother's tombstone who's been added. And your brother breaks, your father breaks down and cries because his son, the older son, the older brother has died uh, trying to complete this quest for uh you know his life and i wasn't able to complete it because i tried restarting it i tried uh you know backing out of the game starting again restarting from checkpoint several times i watched two different playthroughs online to make sure i wasn't doing something right one with no commentary one with commentary everybody had the same thing the boy walked up to the body of water stopped for a second said you know shook its head like he didn't want to do it and then the camera angle would change and then he would swim Mine never did that. After five minutes of me trying to be by the shore, you know, trying to restart the game, things like that, none of that happened. So I had to watch the end of the game on YouTube from a commentary. So I beat 99% of this game. Again, it's only two hours and 40 minutes. I just want to fully disclose that. But it wasn't for lack of trying. Let me tell you, I was sitting there so close because I had a playthrough up while I was going to see how much longer I had how I had to plan everything, you know, my my notes, the reactions, that kind of stuff. And I was like, wow, I'm really getting close to the end. And that is such a major hurdle when you try to get to the end and nothing happens. And uh, so, again, I, I played 98% of the game. I will say this. I don't 
again, the game wasn't explicit about, uh, you know, the things that I thought it was going to be explicit about, about survivor's guilt, things like that. What I do think is really important about the game, though, is it really does just speak to tragedy. The, the younger brother was able to move past his fears of swimming. You know, he saw the spirit of his mother tell him it's all right towards the end. Basically, you could do it. I mean, again, they speak some similish language, but for her ghost to visit him and say, you can do this, I thought that was very touching and moving. I thought the game did whop a punch. You know, I was on this trek. There was a couple of weird control things. Since you're controlling both toggles, even though I don't really review controls, the boat, there's a boat section. And even in a game where you you control that only one way is annoying. This was more annoying because you had to control people independently. I did not like that. But I will say the game was very effective when um, the siblings get lured into the spider den, basically, and have to fight the spider. I thought that was a really great uh, action sequence uh, using one brother to knock the spider over the other brother to rip one of the legs off of the spider. I thought it was very effective. Um, and it came to me as a total shock that um, the, uh, you know, you're ripping the last leg off the spider or the last back leg and the front mandible comes forward and like stabs the older brother and poisons him. That I did not see coming. It was not spoiled to me. Uh, much like I'm spoiling it now, but again, this is a spoiler cast. I warned you twice. I'm spoiling it. Um, that was very surprising, and I was like, "Oh, is he going to make it or not? You know, are they going to do that where this this quest has cost his life? Uh, you know, and if the young brother doesn't get there in time, is it going to cost his mother's life? We, I don't know. And I, I will say that I was I was kind of like blown away that they did do that, you know. And and the young brother does what you would do. He tries to give the older brother at the base of the hill after he gets the water. He tries to give him the water of life to see if that'll save him. But his brother's too far gone. Another thing that I like that I talked about in my cyberpunk episode, which was so many episodes back, is and I, and I actually shared this with somebody else. I was playing d and uh, a while back and everybody knows uh, my backstory and things like that and why I'm doing what I do but I don't think in games we talk enough about funerals eulogies that was in cyberpunk and I was playing D&D a while back and uh, don't worry this is going somewhere I was playing D&D a while back and I basically the DM was trying to roll me into a bunch of events that had already happened with another group so he can't really change the outcome of those events because it's, you know, if I'm trying to witness what is happening and then I'm going to meet this group, I can't start talking about the things that didn't happen. Um, what what I think is interesting when I was playing D&D is basically my character saw a child get killed, get murdered. Um, and I told the DM that, uh, you know, we were at a, on a farm. It was a farmhouse and I was kind of in hiding, waiting to meet the group. I didn't meet the group I was going to meet and I saw this kid get murdered. Um, and so what happened was I told the DM, if we're by a farmhouse, I go in the barn, I find a shovel, I bury the kid. And the DM stopped everything and said, you know, why'd you bury the kid? Was that just, uh, why was that? And, you know, not to get into too much of like, obviously what I've been through to do this podcast and stuff, but like I told that story to a friend later and he said, he said, uh, yeah, we don't really ever talk about the aspect of death in an RPG, you know, you kill tons of monsters. You don't, 
you don't bury them. You don't, you know, you don't give a eulogy for the villains, stuff like that. Like you probably should, you know, like we were just kind of spitballing ideas. And they do that in Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. You bury your older brother. Literally, uh, there's a cutscene where you're pulling dirt out of a hole. You drag your older brother in the hole and you have to push the dirt back in the hole. The player controls that part. And I thought that was so, it's something so small, but something you do not see in games. The fact that, you would go through the process of burying someone you love so much. And, and, and for me, I mean, it was just revelatory that somebody did something so small, but I think so powerful. Do I think the game really addressed survival's guilt? I don't know. Maybe I was shooting for the stars in that one. I thought it was going to punch above its weight a little bit. It did do a good job of the boy kind of overcoming his fears and finally deciding to swim. Because I think at the end of the day, I may be injecting this into the narrative but since they're speaking Simlish, I guess I have to extrapolate what I can out of it. Um, it's the fact that he did what he could do when he could do it. So he knew he overcome his fear because he knows if I don't do this, then my father's probably dead. You know, um, I I will have a minor quip at the end. There's a very somber moment where the father is crying over the graves, the gravestones of his wife and his older son. And in the middle of the game, you know, you meet this osprey owl griffin creature that flies you to safety and then flies you uh back to your home so that way you can um which is interesting because that point in the game after i buried my brother i was far from home my character was and i thought how am i gonna get back to my idyllic village right now and and then the um let's call it a griffin the griffin comes down and flies you home i will say though at the end though when you're having this moment where your father is broken down in tears you put your hand on your father's back you look at the gravestone, the camera like flies past your head. You see the griffin fly over and it has this really kind of like rising score uh, with the griffin kind of flying. And I'm not saying that everything has to be depressing or whatever, but it just felt that was something that conflict. This is the time for me when the things didn't line up. You know, it it's one thing to have a mood for your game and like how you see the score coming up and all that. And, and it... It felt too triumphant, too. I wanted something just a little bit downbeat, but it's a few notes at the end. It felt weird, but I think they did so much right with the rest of the game. You know, I think in my deep dive again, I think I shot a little, I overshot a little bit what I thought the game was going to say, but I think there's a powerful, touching story of two brothers trying to go save their father from, obviously, disease, certain doom, and, uh, you know, the older brother obviously perishing, Younger brother completing the quest, overcoming some of his fears of swimming and still having to deal with the aftermath of um, his other brother dying and the sadness of his father. And like, what do we do now? Stuff like that. I thought, and, and, you know, a lot of people talk about length of games and things like that. I got this as part of the uh, PlayStation Plus Extra tier. So I, I'm not uh, sad that I... Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't pay for it. I didn't. Whatever. I don't know how much the game is now, but it, to me, it was. It was just an emotional story. And you know, I know I've complained a lot on this podcast about like epilogues and like where a natural ending was. But when you come back, when the Griffin lands you back near your home, and you have to climb back up to um, the treetop house you live in, or whatever on the rocks, um, why the Griffin didn't fly there. I, well, I mean, I know why, but 
the things of again to climb up there was always you know you're controlling both brothers there was always two stones to climb on and two stones to jump on two places to do this two whatever um you know you there's two stones there you have to climb up so it's like your brother's not here anymore and you have to feel that you know like oh he's not here i have to do this there's a lever you have to pull your brother the bigger brother was stronger he had to pull the lever you had to do the other stuff you could sneak through grates things like that but your older brother wasn't there to pull the lever at the end you had to try to do it and pull the lever you finally do it it's like things like that of like you got to do it alone now you know i think that was an amazing touch to the story so even getting back to your you know your house was like this reminder that your brother wasn't around. So I know I've complained about it before about, you know, maybe uh, there's a natural place for story to end. There's an epilogue, something like that. Guardians of the Galaxy, when I talked about it with Martin, was a big deal. Why there was an epilogue after you have your big celebration. And what I'm not going to spoil that game in this. Anyway, um, really powerful story. Hats off to the team. I don't know if their other games follow these kind of things. I know they do a lot of co-op, but I don't know if it specifically has to do with grief. I know they came out with a game, what, two years ago? It Takes Two that I talked about in my initial impressions. I think one Game of the Year award. So I don't know if maybe that's one I'll be checking out later. But yeah, I mean, I love the game. And it just kind of blew me away. So, um, yeah, that's it. I, I recommend Brother of Tale of Two Sons if you haven't played it. If, if you can get your hands on it for cheap or if you have it as part of a subscription service, please consider that. So I think that's it this week, guys. But I want to remind you before the show ends that this will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You can also subscribe to the show on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. And the audio goes up to and date on YouTube Monday morning at 7 a.m. Also, write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. If there's a game you want to review, leave it there, something like that. Um, you can also write to me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. Find me there. Uh, let me know what you think of the show. I will try to get better about promoting this thing. Um, I think that's it this week, guys. Everybody out there be safe, and I will talk to you again next week. <laughs>